I'm recording. I don't know what you're doing. Oh, shit. I'm not. Hang on. <laughs> okay. Jesus. Okay, Margaret, I'm recording now. Margaret, thanks you. So, yeah, you have me for at least how much more time do I have until my yeast it donuts? It sounded like you rolled to see how much time you had left. <laughs> I have I have seven. That's a hit. So I have okay. just enough time to do it, but... And, but also few enough time to be kind of inconvenient. All right. I have an hour. <laughs> All right. I wonder if this might even be a better headset than the one that I had. Perhaps. If this is going to be like a serendipity. There's a little thing on here that says chat boost, and I don't know how that works. Expander! I'm on an expander Make your now. chat more chat. Give it a boost. I just turned on the expander. What did that do? I don't fucking know. Okay, well, I expanded. This is the Ear Force PX21. Oh, if I stick my mic out. Can you still hear yourself? Is that still a right, problem? One more. one more time. No, I can hear me. Damn it. Well, maybe it's maybe it's not getting... Maybe your mic won't pick it up, and I won't have to edit out a persistent echo. Maybe right. that will happen. Wouldn't that be lovely? Less work for Margaret. <laughs> Poor Margaret. She's <laughs> been a little busy lately. Also, we need to talk about promo. Yes, we do. So for the promo, we need the name of our podcast, the audience okay. that we are recording for and a call to action which in our case would be check out our website at bonus xp bonus xp bonus xp dot com no what's our website cxpcast.wordpress.com that's right so we have to do something like if you're a gamer and you like smart commentary to and dumb game, jokes <laughs> if you like smart commentary and dumb jokes. Yeah, that's how I've been promoting it on um, our one d 4 cast show. Oh, I like that. Yeah, okay. Smart commentary and dumb jokes. Okay. Okay. Alright, well... I should probably put the dice away. There we go. Although that is good audio for a, for a gaming podcast. I prefer... Ah, I've cool, already cracked open my drink. Cool, crisp, refreshing nihilism of LaCroix. <laughs> Ah, Dear listeners, every time it I find like a... memories of lime. <laughs> every time I find a LaCroix joke about how bad it tastes, I send them to her. You should know. I love them. Yep. <laughs> every every joke I find about how LaCroix is like the hint only of hint of lime. The only drink you could enjoy in a dystopia where emotions are outlawed. I love that shit. <laughs> I'm drinking black cherry grocery store brand cider uh seltzer yes how good is it it's really good yeah it's really good I fucking love black cherry you know it's just like cherry but then they're like no the, the black cherry i saw like candy that was like honey crisp apple it's like you can't fucking tell you can't do that bringing it down to specific varieties nobody's gonna know i i believe in it you believe it Mm-hmm. I'm in it. I don't believe it. I believe in it. Have you I had those it. grapes that taste like cotton candy? I sure have. Aren't they like 
Like I, the weirdest sh- fucking thing. Yeah, they shouldn't be. Like they just they shouldn't. shouldn't be. You are correct. <laughs> they shouldn't exist. You are entirely right. That is. But I got like a whole sack of them and I ate them. Mankind's hubris. <laughs> we're we're really we're playing God at this point. We, we are candy grapes. Mm-hmm. I we're like also, the flavor of just regular grapes. We're also playing tabletop role playing games because this is bonus experience. We are. Uh, you're oh you're under arrest for playing too many games that's what i get for sitting near the door (laughs) Uh, i'm monica i'm ray and this is a podcast with a deeper look at the play experience and the finer details of running and writing games we are queer women speaking with authority about games sure fucking are yeah so take that yeah it's a real Mm. important conceit of our show that we don't talk about enough yeah this is only episode 14 <laughs> we're just talking about it now 14 what episode are we Whatever on the f- i don't fucking know 12 this is episode 75 this, yep <laughs> we've been at it for should... 18 years <laughs> also like we swear sometimes so i'm mad about it uh what since we're at episode 137 we should probably start asking them to leave reviews on itunes yeah um, and subscribe to us on patreon do we have a Patreon? We don't have a Patreon. Not yet. We don't have a Patreon. No. But leave us some reviews. No. They're nice. Yes. Yeah. And good reviews help us get noticed. So if you really like our show and want other people to really like our show, telling people that we're great help other people discover how great we are. And even beyond that, it reminds us that we're not just sort of shouting shit wizard into the heart of the void, that there are people out there who enjoy us for some reason. I'm personally comfortable with the idea of shouting shit wizard into the heart of the void. Just putting that out there. Yeah, I kind of like that, actually. Anyway, uh, by popular demand, we're just going to talk shit about old games again. Sure are. This is War Stories Volume 2. Volume 2. I'm going to do my best to not mention Exalted, just like as a personal challenge. Yeah, good fucking luck. I'll do no such thing. <laughs> it was it was really hard when I was I writing mean, down ideas. <laughs> mostly because most of my college gaming, which is where I did like all of the gaming in my life in a very concentrated period of four years, was basically just playing Exalted. Yeah, I think I was in like three or four online games simultaneously at one point. Yep, 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 yep. I think we were going through some shit. Oh, Henry yelled from the other room that we also played Adventure 2. Yes, we also played Adventure 2 and D20 Modern. <laughs> but he's not on this podcast. He's not on this podcast, Get but he is in the other room. Podcast. Margaret, edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> Margaret, don't. Margaret, don't look at me. Margaret, don't edit it out. Okay. I think she understands. Anyway, in my you wanna, first. You want to get started? <laughs> my. In in my first ever game, well, I guess it wasn't my first ever because I did play, like, I made a character for D&D 3rd edition and then didn't play because oh, I got... That counts. I'm going to Yeah, that doesn't, count. that doesn't count. So my first ever game was actually Changeling the Dreaming. Okay. Way back when in what they now call the old world of darkness. Old world of so, darkness. So, you know, I don't know how I feel about that still, but we played Changeling the Dreaming. That was my first ever game, my first ever GM. And uh-huh. I didn't know any of the rules, so I played a character that broke all of them and my gm was super chill about it like there's different um they're like race class mixed together into one guy like you play a troll and that says says not only what you look like but kind of like what your deal is like like what you what your motivation would be or what your nature would be um 
I couldn't decide between playing a satyr, which is exactly what you imagine it is, and a knocker, which was like they're like the the almost like goblins. They're like the techno tinkering types. So I asked the GM if I could play both at once and make like a hybrid character, which you absolutely can't do. And she said, sure. <laughs> so that was my oh, first ever oh. game. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know it that we were really you are today. playing. Yeah, it did. Honestly, it did. I don't know that we were really playing Changingly Dreaming, but we were having a lot of fun doing it. I mean, technically the first game I ever played was D&D and I'm making air quotes like really hard. Uh, which was mostly just like some free form with some d20 rolling and the guy running it kind of power tripping and and i distinctly recall being like this kind of sucks and i think i could do it better and i wrote kind of a mini system based on my limited understanding of what i thought was playing D D, and i really should have known what i was in for right then <laughs> <laughs> hmm, this might and be an issue I'm gonna I'm gonna call that my first game, even though we didn't really play a real system. Um, but like we met regularly, I had a character sheet, played a character. It was a game. It was a game. Yeah. <laughs> it may not have been the game that you were told it was, but it was a game. A game. So we had sure really was. similar ideas. I think that's maybe that says something about like a good way to break someone into role playing is you don't need to follow the rules like real hard and fast just be like yeah we're gonna play D, but then just let them like roll a single d20 and be like you got an eight yeah you almost did it like like just kind of I, fuck around with it i think you don't really ever need to follow the rules it's like yeah what uh what the whole show is about <laughs> change it if you want to i can tell you about how my first boyfriend was a shithill gm oh do tell who was who would uh punish people for cross-playing what yeah what the the fuck yeah like a couple of guys would talk about this but he was the only he was the only guy who would run games and this was this was when we were all at an age where it was like hilarious and cool to be an asshole um so pro tip it was it was never hilarious it was cool. never hilarious or cool yeah he was no. he was a shit heel he's still okay. a shit heel as far as i know he probably wears a maga hat Ugh. if if we were that age now he'd be like the trench coat libertarian anyway he was a shit heel okay um right if any of the guy friends decided they didn't want to play a guy they wanted to play a girl he would come up with like these really creative ways to immediately punish them the most notable and frequent was he would just immediately make them pregnant ah until they decided never mind i'll play a boy that um made my skin crawl. Yeah, he was he was a real piece of work. <laughs> yeah, I believe I believe the term for that is misogynist. Yes, that's a very good word. <laughs> <laughs> I like shit heel. <laughs> I mean, these two things not mutually exclusive. Or shit bird. I like shit bird. Yeah, shit bird, douche canoe. Douche canoe. He's definitely a douche. Uh, you are allowed to call someone a douche if they are useless and harmful to women. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. That fits the definition. Like, I, I, douchebag is kind of a gendered slur, but you are allowed to throw it around if the person you are throwing it at is useless and harmful to women. Approved. Yeah, so anyway, my first ever game of Exalted, which, like, was my real first experience with an actual RPG where we played with the actual system, um, I tried to XP an original character do not steal from a freeform chat room roleplay. What? That was embarrassing. How what, did yeah, this yeah. work? Not very well. <laughs> oh. <laughs> 
Well, you know, Exalted isn't kind of embarrassing. <laughs> My yeah. first... no, I meant like that I was trying to XP a character from, a, you know, a freeform chat. RP. Look, we all need stupid RP chat room games, right? Yeah, yeah. some of us, Early some of us, several across across the different like like oh Yahoo groups. Remember when Yahoo had mm-hmm. groups? Yeah. That's where yeah, I met I like most of the people that I still hang out with on the internet. I absolutely remember when Yahoo had groups. I made some good friends there. Yeah, I ran a couple Sailor Moon RPs there. It was Pokemon for me, and one of them turned into like its own universe. And I had a character from that who was basically like a god and then i decided to turn it into an exotic character yeah and not incredible success because i didn't understand how the rules worked yet (laughs) my my first exalted character and a good example of how i didn't really understand how exalted worked yet uh my first exalted character had beacon of power so every time she used any kind of charm she would glow like a light bulb which is not very good when you're a solar i realize that you're explaining this to our audience but I know what it beacon of power. Oh, yeah, you does. know what it is, and she had permanent <laughs> cast mark, which meant she always had like a sunburst on her forehead. Which, again, not really good for going incognito when like every other person in the world wants to kill you for being a solar. Uh, so I asked if I could have both of those flaws so that I could get extra points, and my GM was just like, "Haha, sure," and just fucking let me do it. Which, uh, you know, now that I think about it, <laughs> I think I think I might be that GM. I would probably warn the player a little more i mean in retrospect this is kind of a cruel trick because beacon of power and um permanent cast mark are rad as hell yes they are and that's kind of the motivation behind why i took it that was um that was madrona by the way oh nice i don't remember if you know about like all of my my exalted lore i mean i remember stealing her from you so she could show up in metro yes (laughs) <laughs> yes that was great she hung out with saris just two big butch solar ladies hanging out together just hanging out having yeah. a drink yeah yeah <laughs> i like vagina uh yeah you know i said i wouldn't talk about exalted <laughs> and i said good fucking luck hey it's the mid-episode break ray tagged me in so let's do this we wanted to shout out a quick thank you to everyone for your continued financial support. And a special shout out to me and Ampersand for continuing to buy us coffee. We love you! Also, shout outs to everyone who sent us more email. Uh, we'll be doing another listener mail episode coming up, so keep writing to us. We love the attention. And I love being distracted at work. If you don't know where to reach us, that's bonusexpcast at gmail.com. Shoot us a message. We'd love to hear from you. Also, you can look forward to us talking about NPCs, failing forward, how to steal like a game designer, as well as some interviews coming up. Oh! And here's a bump for another show that we like. Go give them a listen. Hey there, intrepid adventurers. Do you suck at Dungeons and Dragons? Oh, of course I do. Everybody does until they listen to Honor Roll Podcast. That's right. I'm Ryan. I'm the curmudgeon. I'm Carrie the legend. And I'm Jason the favorite, also the one with the most dog hair on his feet. And we all host the Honor Roll Podcast, where we talk about tabletop role-playing games. We talk about mushing. We talk about LARPs. And we talk about everything everything in between. We also sometimes say things in unison. (laughs) That's right. Hey, what's the only way to win at a role-playing game? The only way to win at a role-playing game is 
ways to have fun. I was going to say, listen to Honor Roll Podcast. You can find the Honor Roll Podcast at honorrollpodcast.com or on iTunes or any other place that your favorite podcasts are at. Aww. Right? We're also where some of your least favorite podcasts are at. I can only imagine. Who listens to least favorite podcasts? Not us. Not us. You shouldn't either. You should totally listen to the Honor Roll, Roll Podcast. Podcast. That's Aww. right. Wow. Because we talk about role-playing games. And how to be better at them. Bye. In uh, late 3.5, I played a fire genasi, genasi, genasi. I've always said it ganasi. Ganasi? Yeah. I played a fire elemental dervish with Charisma 8, who was smoking hot, but just fucking intolerable. That was how I justified (laughs) being a total babe. But having Charisma 8, I, she was just fucking awful. She was a monster. And I purchased <laughs> um, I purchased a depleted Ion Ion Ion. How did I pick every fucking word in the player's <laughs> handbook that I cannot pronounce? I don't know, but I'm I'm proud of you. Thank you. I'm going <laughs> to say that they rhyme. I okay. purchased... A, <laughs> I'm going to give it one more run here. All right. I got a depleted it. Ion Stone at Character Creation. Um, oh. So it didn't do shit except orbit your head and i kept it lit on fire so she just just always had a flaming rock orbiting her head she was really cool really fucking stylish and i can't remember her name but i loved her (laughs) cannot remember her name (laughs) she was pure style the the best characters are the ones you've forgotten about serving (laughs) fresh hot looks just a wild Uh, just a fucking bitch just terrible but she was awesome. On the subject of characters who were pure style, yes. I played a. I think I, I think I may have talked about this before. I played a um, drow warlock in a fourth edition game who was just unhappy to be above ground, <laughs> <laughs> and I was being a real like priss about it. Um, I had a rod that was a parasol. Oh, okay. Dressed like a fancy goth. Like a little sunbrella. Had, had a rod that opened up into a little parasol. Like, no, a little, like a parasol made of paper, you know, not, not to keep the rain out, but to keep the sun out. <laughs> and like, I can't believe it wasn't, like, intricate black lace woven um, by spiders. I, probably. I. It was black for sure, and it was a parasol, not an umbrella. <laughs> um, but I bought a black parasol in real life. <laughs> Just to bring it to game? Just to bring it to game. <laughs> and to sit on my friend's couch like a prissy asshole and curse targets <laughs> and be upset that I was he- I had to be here today. <laughs> I'm a delight. Delightful. <laughs> um, in my first and only Changeling the Lost game, which is a real shame now I think about it. That's a really... I like that setting. I like that game. Um, in my uh, first and only Changing the Lost game, I played the I played a mannequin type mm-hmm. who had been like like in in Changing the Lost you play almost it you could run a Stranger Things campaign in the Changing the Lost setting because it's it's about like kids or people or whatever who get like abducted taken to another dimension another place like in the in the setting it's arcadia it's where the where the fey the gentry live but you could very easily say it's the upside down and the fucking monsters took you and you came back wrong um but i played a mannequin who had like been a literal 
dolly, like a little, like a literal toy for a gentry who was playing at being a child. So when she came back, she had no fucking concept of how to interact with anybody. So um, if someone was like, if we're role playing out a conversation, if someone was speaking to, to me, I would just dead eye stare at them. <laughs> and like no blinking no responding nothing until like inevitably they'd get nervous and just sort of trail off um she was very sweet and she was trying her very best <laughs> <laughs> and after after writing down this 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 for my notes i realized that the two ends of my pc spectrum are highest charisma and the party all the way down to how do i people oh shit same <laughs> <laughs> starts with like it's got like jade cricket on one end <laughs> like how do i get to christmas six the fastest possible all the way down to like fucking l <laughs> like tv guide is fine literature <laughs> i was raised in hell i don't know what people do oh man wonderful it was such a good game yeah Maybe it wasn't, I don't know. I kind of remember it fondly, though. I remember it being good. Thanks. Yeah. We're talking about my Metropolitan Exalted game, which was my take on Modern Exalted before it came out in um, Shards of the Exalted Dream. Yeah, before it was sort of canonized, kind of. Yeah. Shards um, kind of suggested that you could really do just about anything with it. Yeah, the modern shard in Shards is was not really like the way I presented um metro because metro was specifically about wild anachronisms because i think that's cool yeah me too like i i believe metro intentionally like had no guns because i like the anachronism of someone popping out of the uh, moon roof of a vehicle with a power bow yeah and it's like i don't know i i have a friend who came up with like a whole like sci-fi like system but specifically they still use swords because like it's really easy to bless a sword and if with a gun you have to like bless every single bullet and it's just a waste of time and i'm like yeah that's i've always thought that's like a good way to justify because there's always going to be some way to justify no swords are cool i'm going to use swords in my system but i like the the idea of like guns are just a pain in the ass that is pretty cool let's see if we're going to not talk about exalted i could talk about D fourth edition because yeah man. A lot of that too. that's your other one right <laughs> and my, uh, my, it was like the last phase before this one right yeah. which is now so like, through the breach ex- yes currently yeah i'm up to date <laughs> on my eras thank you um i'm not playing nearly in comparison to the other two phases i'm not playing nearly as much through the breach well yeah you're like an adult <laughs> i'm a full-grown adult you've got shit to do you have shit to do and so do all my friends yeah. um, well anyway so I wish I could remember the full context of how we wound up in this situation, but we were at like the end of the story arc. We're in this big boss fight um, and either a massive boss attack or a big environmental disaster. I seem to recall the ceiling fell on us. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. I can't remember if that was because we blew the boss up and it caused the whole thing to collapse. And then like, it was not quite dead yet. And, but this whole environmental hazard had happened. And Half the party is at zero hit points and making death saves. <laughs> Uh-oh. Um, and the rest of us are, like, on our last legs. Like, seconds away from one hit's gonna knock the rest of us out. But we had three support characters in our, in our party. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now it's my time to shine. <laughs> right. Well, um, I believe two of them were down. Oh, God. Okay. Except, except me. 
Yeah. So my my warlord, because warlords are pretty tanky, had the most hit points, highest AC. Like, yeah, they were fucking awesome. Yeah, they were fucking awesome. Um, so is like standing there, bloodied, shaking, and um, uses her heal to get the cleric back up. Right. Uh, and the cleric was just built around being a hundred percent heal bot. So he gets up. He heals the other leader, <laughs> the, the last healer. Yeah. That healer gets up, heals one of our, our strikers who gets up, who then triumphantly smacks the boss, keys one of his healing abilities off, heals basically up to full, and <laughs> uses a side effect to, uses like his remaining action to use first aid to get the last member of the party up. <laughs> and we had this Great. like incredible domino moment of like, okay. I got you. No, and now you got you. And now you got the person. And we went from being like seconds away from total party wipe, completely going to die. We're going to lose this to no triumphant wild comeback. That's fucking teamwork. <laughs> I love when shit like that happens. Oh yeah. It was so, so satisfying. I had a, not to break the rule that I've already broken. I had a, an exalted <laughs> game that I ran where um, everybody had lined up all of their actions, not quite coordinated, but I was willing to to hand wave it. So they basically stunted off of each other's coordinated action. And everyone was like, it was like the fucking, it was like the scene in Advent Children where they're all like throwing cloud into the sky. <laughs> it was like, it was really fucking cool. Because every, it's like, sometimes the players just like, get into the zone and they can like look at each other and be like let's do this and everything they say is cool and every every die they roll is a success and it's those are like really awesome moments oh yeah i seem to recall that it it was not like a series of chain activations we had to like plan around how we were gonna activate and when and people holding activations so that we could prevent the boss from continuing to hit people who were down right you had to like really plot yes. it out yep it was a it was a hard-earned success. <laughs> Those are the best. They sure are. All right, I think we got time for one more. I hit it, man. You want me to do it? Yeah, I'm out. Well, these these have all been really triumphant stories. Um, so this one time I was running at a game store for strangers, and I was running Exalted. Yep. Because <laughs> um, you could do that in your sleep. Yeah, um, but apparently I cannot do it when I'm really sick. And oh, I had damn. a brutal cold. Like, I didn't have a fever or anything, it still went. Um, but I was definitely drugged up, and I couldn't breathe, and I couldn't think. And I'm trying to, like, wing-run exalted for these total strangers. Oh, God. Oh, it was awful. It was a shit show. It was, like, maybe the worst game I've ever run. Which they had a great time, by the way. Um, oh, that's good. <laughs> yeah. It was it was so embarrassing. I uh, I went back to that store again. <laughs> <laughs> I ghosted it fucking completely. I don't even want to be seen there. I'll, I just yeah. I, I just remember the incident. <laughs> right? Yeah. Like it was. I was so overcome with embarrassment that I was like, I I cannot I cannot look these people in the eye again. I have to go. I'm gonna. I, I can't fucking pack my bags and move away. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> I can't be the only person whose social anxiety is like, well, you've done one embarrassing thing. You can never go back to this place ever again, right? You absolutely right? are not. <laughs> um, it did, however, give our group phrase, the highest priest. The highest priest? Yeah, I couldn't think of what's above a high priest. <laughs> like the high priest's <laughs> boss, like the cardinal or whatever. Well, then there's the higher priest. <laughs> right, and then the highest priest. Then the highest priest. Uh, yeah, that's how that works. 
super duper ultra tall priest tall priest and the yep the highest priest Mm -hmm. yes that sounds about right yeah (laughs) uh so one time at an anime con um i decided like whole room wanted to like play a game yeah Um, and this was still when i was really a beginner at like learning to do stuff um and uh, there were like eight or so people crammed into this one hotel room um so we like played in a setting I had kind of been making up on the fly, um, and I just made up a system, which mostly involved people randomly rolling D10s, because that's what I had a shitload of. See also playing <laughs> lots of Exalted. Um, and then basically deciding a degree of success based on how what the number on the tie was. Oh, good. Yeah, it was, really, it was mostly just like a choose-your-own-adventure story with some randomization. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and people had a fucking ball. Um, That's awesome. The, the most memorable moment was my my boyfriend and I'm going. I rolled a get a boner and I was like, okay. And then he rolled a ten and everybody going, it's a ten. <laughs> having an incredible boner was like a joke for a really long time. I have the most successful boner right now. It's a ten. <laughs> I did not understand game design yet. <laughs> I don't know. It sounds like you nailed it. Yeah, maybe I did. Maybe I did. <laughs> I rolled to get a boner. You fail. <laughs> it retreats inside of you. <laughs> I think if he had failed that roll, like rolled a one, two, or three, I probably would have been like, eh, you've had better. <laughs> That's very forgiving of you. Yeah, well, I've always been about failing forward. Yeah, yeah. The thing we'll, we'll talk about later, I think. Yeah, yeah. About two yeah. episodes from now, I think? Yep, I, that's what the outline looks like. That's actually episode 14, not this one. Yeah, this is episode 375. And I think we finally figured out what our catchphrase is. <laughs> mm-hmm. To listen to the all other 374 episodes of this show that's right, been out right. for a decade and a half, um, <laughs> you can check out our archive on bonusexpcast.wordpress.com. That's right. Bonusexpcast. 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 I don't know why I'm trying to fuck with. I really want I, them to go to the website. I don't know why I would say yeah, it in a funny way. Well, you can also I said it correctly. So yeah, I'll just cut out all the parts where I fucked it Margaret. up. You can also email us bonusexpcast at gmail dot com. You can email your questions, your comments, your complaints, of your pets. Um, paintings of a butterfly that you did. We love to hear from you because it again proves that we aren't just hollering into the void into nothingness. And we're on Twitter. Um, yep. Speaking of shouting into nothingness, we're on Twitter. <laughs> That's exactly what you'd expect. Bonus EXP cast on Twitter. Um, I'm also. If you want to follow us personally? Yeah, if you're on. We're all, everybody's got a Twitter. Yeah, everybody's got a Twitter. thing. I think this Twitter thing is really going to take off. I think so too. It's the wave of the future. You can follow me at Zenith Sun. Uh, I'm at Ray underscore Cole. Well, I guess that's because that's everything. Yeah, everybody get out. Okay, bye. Cheat it if you want to. Cheat it if you want to. Thanks for listening. Bonus Experience is written and produced by Monica and Ray.
Our theme music is Reuse Noise with the Light by CDK and is used under the Attribution Non-Commercial Creative Commons License. Our logo and art were designed by Nito Studios. Check her out on Instagram and Facebook. This podcast grants advantage to your next jamming role. We'll see you next time.